0: Let's cut to the chase. We all know what Halloween's really for. It's for uh, luring children into your house and then uh, making them disappear forever. Hey, how do you feel about Kanye West nowadays, my friends? I've never liked him more, to be honest with you. Let's have Kanye West and Alex Jones talk about the Jews together. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey! What's going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking, we'll call it Tuesday. On a motherfucking Tuesday. How's it going? How's it hanging? How you doing? Hey, listen, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing, and your belly is full of all sorts of candies and treats. And if it's not, and if you're not doing that great, hey, it's okay. It's a new month, but get your shit together. As always, what have you been doing all year? 10 months gone. What the fuck have you been doing? Anything at all or the same old shit you always do? And then you wonder why things don't work out for you. Get it together, people. All right. Hey, listen, got some shows coming up. Some great big comedy shows in the works. I'll be in Dayton, Ohio this weekend with my good friend Aaron Weber. I'll be at the Funny Bone there. That's going to be fucking uh, Friday the 4th and Saturday the 5th. And then in uh, on Sunday, the 6th, I'll be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I got a big show in Nashville, Tennessee on uh, Tuesday, November 8th at Buds and Brews. And then I'll be in Cincinnati at the Comet on the 12th. And then we got Laugh Camp Comedy up in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's also with Aaron Weber the 18th and the 19th in December. The 8th through the 10th, I'll be in Huntsville at Stand-Up Live. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all your upcoming details. Hey, people, I got some shirts coming in soon, too. So if you like a nice Joe Kelly shirt, let me know. I'll post all about them and let you know. I think they're great. I'm very excited and can't wait for you all to see them. Anyway, that's all the shows pretty much for the end of the year. I'll be in Detroit. Uh, the weekend before Christmas as well, or like the days before. I can't remember the exact dates for it, but just keep your eyes out. I'll be in Detroit, uh, very very soon, right around Christmas time. Slinging the yucks. What's been going on with you, my friend? How was your week? Did you have a nice, did you have a nice fucking Halloween? Did you get out there and, you know, have some fun with some of the kids? Did you give them some candy? Did you pull any tricks? Did you pull any tricks on the kids? Did you? Ah, did you did you abduct anybody? You know what I mean? Let's let's cut to the chase. We all know what Halloween's really for. It's for uh luring children into your house and then uh making them disappear forever. That's all the point of a Halloween is, you know, as an adult, if you're still celebrating Halloween, I assume you abduct children. You know what I mean? At some point, you got to let it go, people. Listen, did I let it go? Absolutely not. <laughs> I do you do as I say not as I do my friend. Uh Halloween great time. Kids kept knocking on the door. We even turned off the goddamn porch light here at Joe Kelly's fuck palace. But uh it didn't stop people from coming up and knocking, you know. There was a couple of couple of ruffian kids that came up and gave you the old uh, trigger treat smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. But they didn't finish it. So uh, I would have went out there and given them weed if they said, if you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. That would have, I should have gave them a little bit of bud. But they were cowards, you know. They couldn't commit to it. Their parents were probably standing next to them. But uh, those are probably the coolest ones, you know. That's it. That was Halloween. (laughs) What did you do? I hope you're too old for that shit, you know. I was in Panama City uh this past weekend doing some shows they weren't great shows I'm not going to lie it was halloween weekend so everybody was out doing halloween things instead of coming to great comedy shows you know but uh I guess I get it I don't know at some point you got to let halloween go people it's not for you you know it is I think it's supposed to be for children unless you are trying to perform some kind of occult satanic type ritual on Halloween for the season I just don't think you should be getting dressed up like a whore ladies let's be honest like a whore and just going out and making it about you you got enough you dress up every day we're putting on costumes and pretending that uh, we're somebody that we're not you know and we're getting drunk so why why can't we just leave Halloween to the kids you know what I mean why can't it be just their day don't we have enough why do we got to take everything from the children? Is it because we are children? Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Who knows? But Panama City was great. Listen, people, I turned 35 last week. How about that? Big sound effects of applause, big bit ho- hooting and hollering. Turned 35 years old. You know? Do I feel any different? Everybody says no. I'll tell you, I do. I feel about 35, you know? My dick's as hard as it's ever been. I'll say that. Uh other than that i don't fucking know you know it was a it was a nice i just went down to panama city a day early and just sat by myself i went to a poker room for my birthday i wanted to play some cards people i've never been to a poker room before in my life i've played poker i've played house games and uh i've played at casinos but i've never been to a place that is what was it a dog track and a poker room it was some of the darkest shit i've ever been a part of Granted, it was a Wednesday evening, too. Maybe that had something to do with it. But I've never seen people more miserable and hostile with each other than in a poker room, man. I thought it was going to be fun. I thought I might make a little bit of money. But these people were out for blood. They'd been sitting there all fucking day. You know what I mean? And they do it every single day. There was this old guy that just kept talking. And nobody wanted him to talk. But... He just kept doing it because he could. He was kind of obnoxious. But then there was this younger guy who kept betting a lot of money anytime somebody was in a pot, you know? He kept trying to push people off their pots, trying to bully people in there. So people didn't like him either. But those two, that were sitting next to each other. Dude, they kept going at it. The old man would make a bet and then, like, lean over and get right in the fucking dude's face and just stare at him, you know? And I'm sitting there, going, Oh, I got a <laughs> hundred, a hundred dollars. These people, four hundred dollar buy-in was the minimum, but they all had between like eight and twelve hundred dollars a piece. So they'd been sitting there all fucking day. It was fine. It was it was great. It's what I wanted to do for my birthday, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did that for a few hours, and then just went back to the Airbnb. There's a little. Little spot around the corner. I went and had a beer, and uh, just reflected. Took took some notes and thought about life, and asked myself some very, some very difficult questions for my thirty fifth birthday. My friends went through it, and just sat by myself, and uh, just really just trying to figure out what you know, what's the next thirty five going to look like. What am I trying to get out of all of this life? You know what I mean? Comedy, life in general, everything. Is it a midlife crisis? I don't think so, you know? It was just nice to take a minute and go, what is it that you really want? Did I get any solid answers? I don't know. I think I have made a decision that I have to figure out anytime comedy starts picking up in my life, and I start doing a bunch of it, everything else becomes imbalanced. You know what I mean? Just like working out, being on the road. You just eat like shit most of the time. You know, you're leaving at 6 a.m. You're getting somewhere at 10. And it's just like, I just got to find the balance between making sure that my life is in order and still being able to do comedy. And honestly, if I can't figure out how to do that, I might have to step back and go, fuck it, this ain't worth it anymore. You know what I mean? Because it's this thing that I supposedly love, meaning doing stand-up or whatever, but any time things are busy and things seem to be going in a great direction with comedy, everything else in my life falls apart. You know what I mean? Just, Just sleep schedule, not sleeping well, not eating well, not working out as much. Like, all that shit falls by the wayside, and it's like comedy, doing comedy makes me feel good for that moment. You know what I mean? But all the other shit that sleeping well and resting and like making sure you're working out at least five days a week and eating good and taking care of yourself, all of that makes the rest of my existence easier, you know? So there has to be a balance in between. And if I can't figure it out, I'm going to have to figure out something else to do with my time. Or just a different approach to what it is of, of what comedy is, you know what I mean? I don't know. I got to figure out something, but I can't. I can't keep doing it the way I have been. And that's what was great about the pandemic. The pandemic showed me that. It goes, oh, this thing that you love is kind of it ruins the other good things that you do for yourself. You know. Uh but there's got to. I think I could figure out a way to uh, balance it out. For instance, this weekend. I uh, I bought a lunchbox, so rather than trying to eat fucking barbecue and pizza and burgers and keep up with whatever the fuck Weber's doing, I'm going to put some tuna fish in that lunchbox with some fucking rice cakes and some hummus and some carrots, and that's going to be fucking munchy-munchy stuff for in between, you know what I mean? I just can't do it. I can't keep up with this shit. And it doesn't make me feel good. It makes me tired, you know? But also, it's like I'm going out with my buddy, and I don't want to be a fucking nuisance where he's like, hey, I'm kind of hungry. Let's go get a sandwich. And I'm like, boom, oh, I'll just uh, I'll just sit in the corner and have a little bit of a tuna fish on a cracker. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I know me, and I know having a little bit of tuna fish at 2 p.m. will keep me going for the rest of the day. and won't make me fucking tired than throwing down on goddamn brisket, doubled-up brisket fucking hoagie sandwich. So, a lot of that happened, which I don't think is the most ideal way to spend your birthday for most people is sitting, in alo- sitting alone with your own thoughts and and uh, <laughs> having not the most pleasant conversation with yourself. You know what I mean? It wasn't, uh, yeah, most people are like, what'd you do? It's like, oh, I, I sat alone and thought about how I could be doing better. You know? It's like, oh, you didn't go out with friends or nothing? It's like, nah, nah. <laughs> I thought it was a great day to reflect, you know what I mean? Just take a moment and kind of look at things and go, Are things in the best place they could be right now? Or is it also where I'm jumping the gun where it's like, dude, you know, stepping away from stand up and it's like, this is again, this is some kind of uh, evolutionary phase, I believe, for your old pal Joe. So uh I just gotta get it together. I gotta find the balance between everything. You know, that's all. That's what I spent doing my birthday. Just sitting there thinking. And that was it. I thought I wrote a whole long thing and I was going to try and read some notes about it. Let me see here. There is some other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Sometimes it's job. Comedy is enjoyable. Huge transition phase yeah that's pretty much all it was is just uh comedy just opens up a lot of uh i don't know a lot of avenues for just bad behavior fucking ripping cigarettes left and right you know what i mean it's like so i'm just not gonna so i'm just done i'm just done with that no more smoking cigarettes i just can't do it regardless of of how i feel you know a cigarette is fucking nice, man. Do y'all smoke cigarettes? God damn, they're nice. But again, I never—I didn't smoke until I started doing comedy. Pandemic happened. The easiest thing in the world was to not smoke a cigarette. And then as soon as we started doing this shit again, it's like, oh, let me step out for a smoke. And let me step out for another one. And let me have another two or three out here. Let's do back to back. Let's rip them real hard. The set wasn't that great. Let's rip a few more cigarettes. You know what I mean? Huh. there's got to be a balance, right? There's got to be a balance. I'm hoping so. I'm fucking hoping so. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just really, there's so many just fucking shitty vices and habits connected to doing this comedy thing that it just is like, man, God damn it. Does it have to be? I don't think so, but I, uh, I got to figure that out real quick and uh not give in to it i get sometimes you're on the road you're not gonna sleep that well whatever it is what it is but everything else man everything else smoking cigarettes and eating shitty food and drinking it all makes it harder to get up in the morning and uh eating fucking tuna fish on a rice cake makes it easier so that's where i'm at with it that's where i'm at with 35 going into the future eyes wide open Hopefully good things are happening. My Facebook fucking page already got demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> I started finally making a little bit of money from comedy, mostly from reels on Facebook, right? It's, it's been nice. It's been popping off. I've made a, a, not a lot of money, but a decent amount of money in the past couple months off Facebook reels, which is cool it's more money than i've ever made for any of my comedy so it's real fucking nice and i got fucking demonetized people i got demon- it's i guess it's just a temporary thing but they took it down here they took it down for you know how facebook has the memories now and you can go back my page has been doing well right we got like 32 33000 followers on my facebook page right now which fucking hey thanks everybody That shit's awesome. I'm hoping that I can use that somehow to push this comedy thing even further. I appreciate the hell out of that. So that's been very cool. Uh, But anyway, dude. so what I've been doing is sometimes looking in the memories and going through like a, finding like an old Facebook status that like people fucked with or whatever, or it was a funny joke. And then I'll repost it since all these new people are there. So that's what I did yesterday. And Facebook, flagged it took it down and demonetized my page but it was something that had been on facebook for eight years you understand that's why it's confusing it was something along the lines of i'm going to mix ecstasy with sweet tarts and hand them out for uh for halloween that way there's a trick inside of the treat you know something like that and it was people liked it people like ha that's funny and then facebook comes in and is like hey dude this is goes against our company policy and all this and that. And also we're going to demonetize your shit. And it's like, it's been on your fucking, it's been on your thing. It's been on Facebook for eight years. Why didn't you take it down sooner instead of baiting me in and going, Hey, do you want to, do you want to share this fucking memory? And I go, yeah, I do. And they go, ha, gotcha, bitch. Demonetize you fucking Mark Zuckerberg. You motherfucker. What the fuck, bro? It was something that was already on the goddamn platform. Anyway, it's just irritating. It's only happening for seven days. But still, you know, you start you just start to get somewhere. You start to get, you know, a little money coming in. Go, oh, this is fucking nice. This is cool. I've never had this happen before. And then they're like, they're just good, take it away. That's the problem when people give you stuff. They could take it the fuck away. I wish I could just create my own social media platform, just Joe, all the time. Anything goes, you know? Ah, we'll get there one day. I don't fucking know. It is super irritating. Just to feel like you're finally getting somewhere, and then they're like, ah, we're going to cut your balls off. Ah, we'll be back. We'll be back to, I can still post, so that's good. I guess at the end of the day, if if I can't get any money from Facebook, at least I'm reaching people. And hopefully they'll come do a show or two, you know? That's all. That's all I'm trying to do anyway, you know? What are you trying to do? Hey, how do you feel about Kanye West nowadays, my friends? I've never liked him more, to be honest with you. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, I believe Kanye said that Jewish people run Hollywood or own all the record labels, which uh, is not wrong... It's it's not wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not the nicest thing, but anybody who's like he's like, oh, all Jewish. Anybody who'd hear Kanye go, "Hey, Jews run or own Hollywood," I don't know anybody who's going to go all of them. You know what I mean? It's just a few. It's a few of the, uh, you know, it's a small club in the entertainment industry. And it is, I mean, I, (laughs) I just think it's funny. I also think it's a stereotype that has been around for years. It's like, yeah, Jews run Hollywood. It's like, who gives a fuck, you know? And I have always thought, I would say this for you fine people and on the record, I have always thought Kanye West was an idiot. I've never been a big fan of Kanye. Uh, 808s and Heartbreaks was pretty good. I did enjoy that album. But the, the cult and hype around that guy is something I never bought into. I never thought he was a genius. I never thought he was brilliant. I've enjoyed some of his music here and there. But uh, everyone leaned into it. Everyone's like, this guy is brilliant. This guy is a genius. And now look at him. And now look at him. He's the same dumb motherfucker he's always been. He's still saying the same stupid shit he's always been. But now y'all are turning your backs on him, you fucking phony fucks. I've always thought he was an idiot, but nobody wanted to listen to Joe, did not they? No. They're like, Joe, you don't know what you're talking about. Kanye West is a bright man and the most brilliant person to ever uh, live. And he believed it. And now look at him. Now look at him and now look at you. Y'all sell people up a river in a heartbeat. And you know what he's saying anyway. You know what he's really saying. Do you think Kanye West hates Jews? No. They've given him many paychecks over the years. You know what I mean? So what are we, what are we doing here, people? What are we doing? The more people hate him, the more I like him. The more I think he's great now. You know what I mean? I would love to do live, get my podcast and love, I'd love to have Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and Kanye West on. Wouldn't that be a holy trinity of hate for most people? And I think, you think those three people on a podcast would not be fucking the most entertaining, insane thing you've ever heard? Let's have Kanye West and Alex Jones talk about the Jews together. That's great entertainment, you know what I mean? I'll throw Trump in there to mediate, keep everything calm. He might be the calmest one out of those three. (laughs) I just think it's fascinating how we just hype these people up when they are stupid people. Not that Kanye West is a, you know, he's a good businessman, whatever. But to sit there and go, he's a genius and he's brilliant and all this and that. And everyone buys into it the whole time. So you know he's dumb. You knew he was dumb when he was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Was he wrong in saying that? No, I don't think he was wrong. You know, just like he's not wrong now, but still. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? How do y'all feel about Kanye? Should we give him another chance? I think so. I love it. I love the direction he's going. People are like, he's off his meds. And uh, one time there's Inside the Actors Studio with Dave Chappelle. If you've never seen it, it's an absolutely fascinating interview. And it was after he had gotten back from his stint in Africa or whatever. And uh, he's saying something along the lines is the worst person to call somebody is crazy because it's dismissive. You're like, I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. And he goes, that's bullshit. These people mainly talking about Hollywood and entertainment. These people aren't crazy. They're strong people but maybe their environment is a little bit sick, you know? So that's what you got to look at Kanye in that sense, too. You know what I mean? He's a father watching uh, some other man raise his kids, I guess, something like that. You know what I mean? He fucks some whore that he fell in love with, some heartless, soulless, empty-headed whore. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, the Kardashians are smart because they got a lot of money. You don't need to be smart to make a lot of money in this world. You do understand that. They're big, fat, retarded whores. That's all they are, who peddle insecurity to young girls so they can continue to make money. You do understand that's who they are, right? They're idiots. They're awful people. They're succubi. Out of everybody, out of the men they date, out of the fucking young girls they influence. They don't give a shit about you. You know what I mean? They got their whole faces cut up and remodeled, and now what's, everyone looks the fucking same with their big, fat, dumb fucking duck lips that everybody has. Fuck these dumb bitches. You know what I mean? Fuck them all. Support Kanye. <laughs> I just said, you got to look at it from that fucking perspective, you know what I mean, of a man whose life is... You know, and everyone's turning their backs on him. Everybody, his wife left him. Is Someone's raising his kids. Everybody who's ever supported him is now turning their backs on him. But maybe that's, maybe that's what he's trying to do. Maybe he's fucking with people. I don't know. I find it all fascinating. And the more people dislike him, the more I love him. The more I think it's great, you know. I love it so much. I think it's absolutely fantastic that Kanye just keeps, like, hey, Jews run the world. (laughs) And again, he's not wrong. (laughs) Everyone's just a little bit, everyone is a little bit touchy since the whole uh, Holocaust thing. If the Holocaust never happened, could we say that Jews run the world and it not be a big deal? Anti-Semitism is a big deal because of the Holocaust. You know, (laughs) racism is bad. (laughs) But it seems like the one in particular is the worst just because, even though there have been plenty of genocides throughout history, I'm not going down, I shouldn't be going down this hole right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying though right you guys get it I'm just talking I'm just talking nonsense anyway but you guys get it (laughs) why can't we just leave Kanye alone why can't we just let him have his thoughts and just you know if he was a genius before how come he's not a genius now that too you know how come he is still not a genius he is the same person correct so why is he not a genius if he once was before someone explain that to me all oh, people change they become not geniuses bullshit you're either a genius or you're not unless you have a fucking head injury something like that you're in a car wreck your brain don't work so good but you don't go you know he's the smartest man alive the most brilliant person there's ever been and all of a sudden you go you know he's kind of an idiot it's like maybe he's always been an idiot you fucking numbskulls but also don't turn your back on your fucking your people you love you know what i mean Everyone's riding Kanye's dick for years, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he's in trouble, people fucking abandon, jump ship. That's most people. Understand that, my friends. That's most people in this fucking world. You know, as soon as your ship starts to sink, they'll fucking let it sink. It'll jump and go swim down somebody else's ship in a heartbeat, bro. You can't trust these motherfuckers out here. You know, weak-spirited motherfuckers spineless people who just want to be a part of something cool for a minute but then when the shit gets rough they fucking tuck tail and run like everybody the fuck else you know someone needs to be defending kanye that's what i'm saying they might be wrong for it but at least they fucking you know have his back instead of just abandoning the man when he probably needs it most but that's most people most people will sell you up a river for fucking Died Dr. Pepper in a goddamn Cliff Bar. Believe that. Believe that. So keep your head on a swivel out there, kids. Don't trust these motherfuckers, especially when people start to hype you up because they'll be happy to stab you in the fucking back as soon as they get a chance. I'll tell you that much right fucking now. I don't know, you know, I don't know nothing about being famous, but I do know that uh, people aren't loyal for the most part. Loyalty is a lost uh, trait. I feel like, in most people, you know. It's just the world we live in. It's just the world we live in. We're not taught to be loyal, you know. And as soon as the opportunity presents itself to be a loyal person, we tuck tail and run. That's just what we do. That's the world we live in. What are you going to do? Hey, let's get you the animal video clip of the week. It gets you on your way so we can get off this Jew talk. You know what I mean? We don't need to be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this probably probably deep fucking monetized too Or whatever the fuck oh, Jesus Christ Anyway <clears throat> This video I think a lot of people saw it last week It was on uh, I found it on Dark Side of Nature I believe it was on World Star Hip Hop too There will be a link in the description of this podcast If you'd like to watch it But this dude's like uh, Mountain climbing somewhere You know what I mean? Going on a hike There's some rocks There's uh, some greenery Some dry grass You know? Some some wheat uh, what else do you get when you're mountain climbing in in the woods? That's pretty much about it, but also this guy in particular he fucking there's a bear, you know what i mean he uh he's climbing some rock and a, a bear starts climbing up after him, and this guy pretty much gets in a fist fight with the bear, and uh the noises that are coming out of this gentleman as the bear is about to kill him. You know, I imagine if you're faced with death, some interesting noises will come out of your body, but it was, just, you know, oh, the, oh, the, oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, he stood his ground threw a couple nice right hooks, a couple left hooks at that motherfucker, popped him in the nose, had him wobbling, had him wobbling, stunned against the ropes, you know what I mean? Bear recovered, tried to come back. Dude then uh, comes in with a vicious left elbow right across the bridge of the nose, splits the bear wide open. He's bleeding real bad from his nose, right? And referee steps in. He's got to check the cut. You know, so the ref comes in, he goes, Hey, you know what, you're fine, this cut ain't that bad. Bear comes back at the guy. This guy, now he comes with the right elbow in the same spot, busts that little bridge of the nose even further open. Referee comes in and says, Hey, you can't continue to fight anymore, Bear. Your nose is too bloody. So dude won the match, he got to finish his hike. It's pretty great fight, great video. Herb Dean being in there as the ref, incredible. He's one of the best in the business, you know? And I think had it not been for Herb Dean stepping in and stopping the fight when he did, I think that bear could have gotten to some serious trouble, you know? Because I've seen some cuts here and there where they stop fights, and it's like, you probably shouldn't have stopped the fight for that little cut. But this bear, wow, I've never seen a nastier cut in my life. You definitely want to check out the video, you know? It's one of the best stoppages I've ever seen from a fight. So... A little something for you, for your week. Hey, listen, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. I appreciate it. Hope we had a little bit of fun. Sorry it's late. All right? I'm sorry it's late. It's been just a long few days, man. Just a long few fucking days. But I appreciate you still being here. I'll be in Dayton, Ohio this weekend, the 4th and the 5th, as well as Fort Wayne, Indiana on the 6th. Cincinnati, November 12th. Headlining. Come through. Ugh. come through and then I'll be uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota the 18th and the 19th Uh, Nashville, excuse me I have a show in Nashville on the 8th as well and then some shit in December Huntsville, Detroit, go to joekellycomedy.com for all the details, thanks for checking out the podcast everybody, I certainly appreciate it again, hope we have a little fun do me a favor, take care of yourself take care of somebody else, I'll catch you around real soon, later